It's time to get all set for Sunday, a podcast for busy and distracted Catholics with your hosts, Scott Williams and Jeff Trailer. When I hear the coffee brewing, I think, what the heck we doing? Because I got barely any sleep last night. As a diaper bag I pack with hot wheels, dollies, and some snacks, I say, oh, pray there'll be a seat in the cry room this time. It's all right, because I'm all set for Sunday. Matthew, Mark, or Luke, or John, no idea what's going on. I can't pay attention at any good rate. Looks from parishioners, old ladies, and ushers. I guess I'll throw some extra bucks in the collection plate. It's all right, because I'm all set for Sunday. It's all right, cause I'm all set for It's all right, cause I'm all set for It's all right, cause I'm all set for Sunday Welcome to All Set for Sunday, a podcast for busy and distracted Catholics like me and you, Jeff, to be a little more prepared for Sunday Mass. How's it going, Jeff? It's great. It's a beautiful day here at Soccer Religious HQ. Yeah? Yeah, the sun is shining, the birds are chirping, the... Sock machines are humming and a, a we cool get to 72 a degrees. It is. Um, that's, that's my favorite temperature. Is that your favorite temperature? I'm more of a 70 guy. Yeah. That's why we work on opposite ends of the hallway with different thermostats. <laughs> Father Ben Cyberg is our guest. Father Ben, hey. uh, what's your preferred temperature uh, that you have in your office? I was going to say where I'm currently sitting because of the noise level, I have the AC off. So I don't know what the temperature is, but it's not pleasant. I'm just kidding. You are you are a sacrificial uh, priest. <laughs> You're in the hot seat today, Father Ben. <laughs> That's right. Um, Jeff, do you have any witty banner that you want to <laughs> talk about before we get into the? <laughs> well, no, Father. You're joining. This is the second week in a row we've had a priest joining us, not from their home. You're on a retreat. Oh, or a where conference are you? Or where is it that you're at this week? Yeah, I, I, um, this is something that's public, right? So that's not good. So I'm, I'm actually, I'm in the middle of a, of a conference in at Mundelein Seminary on pastors with schools and, and, um, I'm ducking out of one of the conferences right now <laughs> <laughs> and the arch is paying for this. So please don't tell Mickey Lentz that I skipped one of the, one of the <laughs> we, we will not, we will not notify the chancellor emeritus. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Good. All right, no, Jeff. It's, it's, uh, it's drill. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad you're enjoying yourself, Father. Yeah. All right, two minute drill. 14th Sunday in ordinary time. Um, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Even though Mass is on July 4th, people, it's just the 14th Sunday in ordinary time. Right. There's no solemnity for the founding of our nation, and I want to remind every good Catholic out there of that. And remember that this weekend. But 14th Sunday in Ordinary Time. Our first reading comes from Ezekiel. What do you think the opening hymn is going to be? Oh, Lord. Oh. God bless America. <laughs> right. I'm sure. Or, or probably How Great Thou Art. Yeah, <laughs> going to be a lot of that this weekend. Um, so, first reading comes from Ezekiel. So, God spoke to Ezekiel, and, and the Spirit put him on his feet. It got him standing up. It's a, and, he, and God told him, the Israelites, they're rebels. They revolt. They're hard-faced which is a funny phrase that I'm going to start calling people hard faced. Um, they're <laughs> obstinate. They have obstinate hearts. And he tells them, he says, you let them know, tell them that the Lord God says, get your house, right? Y'all need caps. to get your house, right? Lord God is in all caps, Lord God. <laughs> he said, get your house, right? Get this figured out. Cause there's a prophet among them, among you. And you need to listen to him. So kind of a nice, like uh, 
affirming pat on the back for Ezekiel, where he's mm. probably thinking, man, how am I going to have a battle with these people? And God's like, well, you tell them. You tell them who sent you. Uh, the response to our psalm this week, uh, our eyes are fixed on the Lord, pleading for his mercy. Um, I I specifically was really drawn to this imagery of I Like, I love the idea of eyes being fixed on the Lord. I think some of the deepest prayer moments I've had is when I found a way to fix my eyes on the Lord. Not always, mm-hmm. sometimes in adoration, but sometimes just in like a blank stare in the distance to that, I think. Hmm. So that w- it really spoke to me. It really stuck out to me. I wouldn't necessarily put it in like banger category or anything, but <laughs> I really liked it. And I just want everybody to know that. Second uh, Corinthians. Yeah, because this is my podcast. This so one made me feel good. Yeah. <laughs> Second um, Corinthians then is our second reading, and in here, Paul says that he was given a thorn of the flesh by Satan. That he's uncomfortable. He's it makes him weak. He struggles, and he has begged the Lord that that might leave. But the Lord said to him, "My grace is sufficient for you, for power is made perfect in weakness." And what a great phrase! And then Paul just runs with it because mm-hmm. he's like, "This is amazing!" Like. Here I've been begging for help, and you're telling me, no, my grace is sufficient. You're you're made better because of your weakness. So he says, mm-hmm. bring it on. Insult me. Give me hardships, pain, weakness, poverty, and whatever it is. But with Christ, when I am weak, I am strong. And then we go to our gospel reading this week. The gospel is Mark chapter 6, 1 to 6. Jesus departed from there and came to his native place, accompanied by his disciples. When the Sabbath came, he began to teach in the synagogue, and many who heard him were astonished. They said, where did this man get all of this? What kind of wisdom has been given him? What mighty deeds are wrought by his hands? Is he not the carpenter, the son of Mary, and the brother of James and and Joseph and Judas and Simon? Are not his sisters here with us? And they took offense at him. Jesus said to them, a prophet is not without honor, except in his native place and among his own kin in his own house. So he was not able to perform any mighty deed there, apart from curing a few sick people by laying his hands on them. He was amazed by their lack of faith. Thanks, Jeff. Right. Good job. Thank you. Uh, Father Ben, did, did Jeff get anything incorrect that we need to to, to fix? Any heresies we... this week? Um, I mean, you're just reading the scripture, so I'd hope it's not heretical, right? <laughs> yeah. So well, I, so I mean, he, he... No, the first part, I, I'm really just like shooting from the hip. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or pronunciations are often a place where I get pointed out there. I did just struggle with Joseph. I don't know. Joseph? Yeah, I mean, Joseph I, I knew you knew it, so I didn't want to point it out. Jose's? <laughs> what, what is it? What's correct? Uh, what are you going to say this weekend? J- Joseph. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I nailed it. <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, I, I, I have to say, yeah, it's like, do you guys normally do this podcast on a Tuesday? As I was looking at the readings this morning, like, geez, I normally not look at these readings till like Friday or Saturday. This is, <laughs> this is a little early for for weekend prep for me, but uh, we recently <laughs> had a, a good thing. Uh, so we recently had a guest on who told us that uh, our podcast is great for priests that wait until Friday night or Saturday <laughs> morning to write their homily and don't find themselves super motivated, and so they can listen to the podcast and pick some ideas up. So. Yes, we do record a little earlier just to, for those priests. Well, Shout out, Father. Pretty helpless, Jeff. <laughs> no, um, yeah, I, uh, that, that, that first reading, um, I, I'd actually just, just heard this, this great phrase uh, from Abraham Lincoln. Lincoln said that <laughs> on the time you're, you're, you're <laughs> <gonna> <laughs> it. this is not because of political life, I swear. I, it just happened to, to work out that way. Um, Four score. 
<laughs> I'm very tall. Uh, no, Lincoln said that by the time you are 34, uh, the face that you show um, has to be your own choice. You know, and, and his point is that when you're when you're a young person, that maybe good things have happened in your life that that make you have a joyful face, or maybe bad things have happened in your life that make you have a sad face. And uh, but by the time you're 34, it's like wh- whatever has happened in your past doesn't matter anymore. You've had the chance to choose the kind of person you're going to be. And by extension, the kind of face you make to the world. And, uh, and I was thinking about that, um, reading that first reading and then the, the line of the psalm, the eyes of the Lord are upon us. And, and Jeff pointed out like that, the, the people are hard of face. It's like, you know, for, for most like priests, you know, we might say things that people listen to. They might catch a, a nugget or two of our, you know, wisdom over the years of our preaching. But for the most part, people's interaction with a priest is just what does he? What kind of face does he make? You know, like does he does he show a face of joy, or, or does he is he kind of stern? Does it does he kind yeah. of look like he's tired or uninterested? Like, so are you, you saying know, that, 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 that fantastic insight? Are you saying like in that quote, like by the time you're 34, you should have your 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 stuff together <laughs> right that you that, okay. that whatever's happened in your life is like you you can't blame your past anymore you, you've had a chance to determine what kind of person you're going to be and uh and what kind of face you're going to show to the world okay and uh, very important for a priest too because it is like we're standing at the altar we're preaching the word of god and and, and sometimes we kind of forget like do i look like a real jerk right now i don't even know <laughs> <laughs> well, Father, you're approaching 34, aren't you? I am 33, so I have one more year to make whatever stupid face Ooh. I want. You're in, your, you're in your Jesus year. <laughs> That's right. I am. I am. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, what kind of what kind of face do you feel like you have? Like, you know, that, it's, uh, it, it's, like it's funny. Um, I, I like to to tease like the school kids. I'll take my glasses off. And, and say, do you like me with or without glasses? And the kids just start screaming when I take my glasses off. No, put them back on. <laughs> so, so they seem to think that I have a, a softer, kinder face. <laughs> say what? Did they teach you that at this conference? Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Jeff, I'm sure you went on plenty of teacher conferences where you learned a lot. You know, and <laughs> there wasn't any anything else except learning going on. Yes, the like, Archdiocese also paid for those. So yeah, I right. <laughs> same boat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it's true, you know, like if, if you run into a, a school or something and you see the kids, it's pretty hard not to show a joyful face. You know, if, if you, if you love your life, you love your faith and certainly love your priesthood. That should be evident in some level um, on your face. Yeah. yeah. And I think, uh, and I, I just remember back to a time for, like after I graduated from college, I did some missionary-esque type work. And when I went to that place, I didn't have to be, I didn't have to live up to any, anything that happened in my past. Mm-hmm. The only people that were there, it was a, you know, a first introduction or anytime you go to a conference or an event or something like that. And especially if it comes with the, you know, you know the, the, the bulk of being a Christian out of the way. It's like, if you go to a Catholic thing or if you're being a missionary, people know that you're going to love Jesus and you don't have to like cross that social uh, hurdle, if you will. Mm-hmm. But 
those are some of the times that I've felt the most joy in my mm-hmm. life is because I don't have to live up to anything in my past. I don't have to sure. act like I'm anybody that I'm not. And I can just be the person that God created me to be, to, mm-hmm. you know, use a overused quote and, um, <laughs> you know, and just, and just be, and I, and I, you know, you're, you're, what you pointed out there earlier with uh, our Abraham Lincoln quote is, you know, it just, it resonates in a way that's like, okay, I'm, you know, I'm 34 now. I should have my stuff together and I don't have to act like I'm anybody that I'm not. I don't have to live to any type of, mm-hmm. you know, vanity metrics that exist in the world on social media or anything else. I just right. need to be me. I need to be the best dad that I can be. I need to be the best husband and, and father that I can be. And, that's the only things that matter my relationship with God and my relationship with my family. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that makes a lot of sense. I think you're dead on and it, it's not, doesn't mean that it's easy, right. but I think you and Abraham Lincoln are right father that we should be at that point And we should put, hold ourselves to a different standard and our own standard and what it is we're being called to. And I think we do that to tie in like what we talked about before that. I think we do that by fixing our eyes on the Lord. Like mm-hmm. that's the only place we need to be looking to. Mm-hmm. That's the only person we need to be looking to, to for affirmation of who it is that we're being and how we're living our lives and how is, is to the Lord in where in the people in our lives where we see Jesus mm-hmm. and where we see mm-hmm. the Lord. So I think mm-hmm. there's something really powerful there. I also I this gospel reading, um like it, in the same way, like I it speaks so much to what you're talking about, Scott. Like the idea that like in your own home and where it is that you're from and um, Mm -hmm. in your native place, like that's where everything you've done your entire life, like gets that scrutiny and Mm -hmm. those eyeballs and that look. And it's so hard to like be heard in the same way. Whereas when you go to a missionary work or a conference or wherever it is, and you're seeing that it get you get to just be you. And I think there's, I've always loved this gospel reading. It's always stuck out to me. I've always, um, I remember having a good friend who was a motivational speaker for a long time, traveled the country, incredibly successful, like went all over the country speaking at high schools and could, and from Indianapolis, could not book a gig in Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. Like, nobody had hired the local guy. And he, and he was going, like he'd spend two weeks in California speaking at all these schools and they loved him and they bring him back every year. But in his own native place, he was just that kid from Indy who everybody knew. And if they did want him to come in, they wanted the deep, deep discount because he was the kid that they knew. And so I think that that's always, that correlation has always stuck to me with me. I think I was blessed in my ministry that like I got to go work and do ministry in a school that I didn't attend. That was Mm -hmm. a different community and Mm -hmm. I could kind of build and I had my own pitfalls, but I think by the time I hit 34, I kind of, I had settled on my face a little bit and yeah. Since I'm so much older than you two. Well, I like both of your faces a whole lot. Aw. <laughs> thanks for thanks for being here. You uh, Jeff, Father Ben, anything else on this week's readings? Yeah. Um it, the, the the irony is not lost on me that so so I'm moving actually in uh, in ten days. I I'm starting a new assignment and I'm going to Terre Haute. And uh you know, so the so the idea of of, of leaving and, and going where you're where you're not known is just kind of all over my mind right now, mm. um, and 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 all over my heart. But but in the interim, so this weekend, I'm, I actually took the weekend off. We had my goodbye party and everything last weekend, 
I kind of figured that a 4th of July weekend that maybe possibly people would be gone over the weekend. So I didn't want to, you know, like at my last weekend where literally no one's there because they're all at a boat or something. <laughs> so, uh, so I'm going to be home and uh, I'll, I've got some weddings, but I'm going to just be here in Indianapolis for this upcoming weekend. And I'll probably just avail myself uh, to one of the local parishes and I'll, I'll probably end up going to my home church this weekend. But although I'm kind of being like coy about it, like, you know, like my draft stock. Okay. Who wants me to help cover a mass this weekend? You know, what, you know, what's my value to you? But, oh man, you should uh, definitely put yourself on the free agent market. Right. Fourth of July weekend. Right. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, Everybody I, wants I coverage this weekend. Who would pay you out of pocket. <laughs> <laughs> right. Get a signing bonus. And, but, but I, most likely I'll be at my home church. Um, and I'll just take You're a master to you know, and and I will say this gospel like, hey, I'm I'm the homegrown kid, and you know I'm back just to be with you all, and uh, happy Fourth of July because that's all I'll be able to say. Everything else, just get up there and say Abe Lincoln once said, <laughs> <laughs> right, right, all right. Uh, Should we move on to some dumb questions. Oh, sure. I'm full of them. Let's okay, go. Let's do it. It's time for Jeff's Dumb Questions. The part in the show where the glow of the flame of knowledge grows a little dimmer and our collective IQ goes down a few points, all thanks to Jeff. We're sorry. All right, Jeff. What do you got for us? All right, Father Ben. I have been excited. I've been looking ahead on the schedule. Uh, mm-hmm. to having you on. First off, I'm excited because I believe this is our first time we've had you on alone, right? Mm-hmm. We had you with your brother, Andy, last time, and you talk about a hard face, but um, <laughs> we, but this time it's just you, and I'm excited to have you on. But also, I've been looking ahead because since the assignments came out, as you just mentioned, you're moving, and mm-hmm. I, I genuinely want to pick your brain about, like, what is that like? Like, in a world where your life and your community is also your job and your ministry, and all of those intertwine, and then, you know, what's like, can you talk us a little bit through like, what's it like getting that phone call and then having to just say goodbye to everyone and leave? And like, you've moved before you've, you've obviously done this hop before, but like, how do you, do you just cut ties? Do you just walk away? Do you like, how does that work? Well, uh, I, I mean, I don't know that I do it the best. Um, I, I have a, I have a phrase just in my prayer right now, you know, Jesus says, you know, you don't just love those who love you, you know, love your enemies. I'm like, I'm just struggling to love those who love me because so many people are just like, We're, we love you so much and you can't leave. And this is so heartbreaking. And, and, and sometimes as, you know, as priests, we forget, you know, since, since we don't have wives, we don't have that force in our life that makes us kind and thoughtful to, to do things. For people. Uh, so we don't get that constant reminder of why it's, it's important to take care of people who love us. And uh, so I have just been like really challenging myself because I'm moving two and a half hours away. You know, it'd be yeah. one thing if I was moving a half hour away where I could see my friends or, the, or, or my former parishioners could easily come visit me or, um, I just have to be very intentional about continuing to love the people who love me while also saying like, I'm not your priest anymore. You know, it's, it's not fair for the new priest not to have clear established leadership and power in their situation. Um, so it is, it's like, I, I do have to also say goodbye 
Uh, and it's, it's hard. It's, yeah, it's just <laughs> not really fun. <laughs> I can't imagine. I, I always pray for priests during assignment time here and those who are moving because again, like you, 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 for example, have been in a corner of the diocese. You've kind of, you've been out off the beaten path. So you have to build a community. Otherwise you don't have one, right? You don't get to take that with you. And right. so to have to, now you're going to the other corner, like right. opposite corner of the diocese, then yep. uh, to redo the same thing. And I remember discussing one time with a priest who had been at an assignment at a, at a, a suburban parish or a r- more rural parish mm-hmm. left for, 10, 15 years, and then ended up back at that same assignment. And they said it was like one of the most awkward things because they're like, Mm -hmm. you just can't maintain those relationships. So some of those things I just had to let go. And then you walk back in and everybody's like, well, hey, there's the guy that didn't return my emails or my phone calls (laughs) or whatever. And like, I don't blame this priest for doing that. Like, I can't begin to imagine what it's like to maintain that and and do that as you go. But I do uh, imagine. And then... The other question is this, when it comes to like actual moving day, like how, what are you doing? Do you, be, do you ask those same parishioners that you're about to abandon if they'll move your stuff for you or <laughs> do you call your brother? Cause he doesn't have a, anything to do in the summers or what do you do? Well, he never has anything to do any day, but um, <laughs> this is not true. I swear. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't have a ton of stuff, so it's just kind of like I get a chance to take some things to Indy before I take it to Terre Haute or it's just a little bit of a mess. But, um, you know, some priests say that your very first day in the parish, you don't do anything until the house is totally done. Every picture is put up. Every book is put on a shelf just for your own sanity. Like don't spend two months on and off, like trying to put your house in order because you're just going to go crazy. And so I'm going to, I'm going to try. And, and, and sometimes when you show up at a parish, you know, it's like the new people are there waiting to help you unpack. And um, so, and, and there'll be some people in Terre Haute that are going to be there to help. So, it, so there is like some fun and just, this is the first time like we're needing a new priest and we're just, you know, seeing them in a really real and human way. Um, Do you so yeah, you just kind of make it work. Are you, are you over multiple parishes or just one? Uh, uh, St. Margaret Mary and St. Patrick in Terre Haute. Yeah. Okay. And then I'm the dean. You're the Sorry. dean. Yeah. You yeah. you very reverend. <laughs> yeah, we always love a joke. When we can upgrade to a very reverend on the show. Absolute joke. <laughs> very 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 reverend. Yeah. yeah. As my 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 business manager, she's like, "Well, we should start calling you very Ben." Better not catch on. Very Benverend. Yes. Oh, that's good. All right. Um, all right. My last question for you. Uh, I will. I was. I did write a note that I was going to dive into rants about patriotic music on patriotic weekends, but I don't want to do that because I don't want to upset people because I have very strong feelings about it. But anyway, <laughs> instead, being that it's summertime, uh, we've been asking all of our priests as we've had them on to tell us. I feel like every priest has a great story about when you were a summer seminarian, something funny that happened or some. <laughs> weird scenario, what lesson you learned or goofy thing that happened to you and you're nodding your head affirmatively. So I want to know what's, what's your great story, your summer seminarian story from when you were working your way through the seminary. I, uh, it's pretty embarrassing. Yeah. It's pretty sad. Um, <laughs> it so not be more embarrassing than father Tim, which is scholars. Oh, so okay. oh, <laughs> where he just cowered behind father Eric Augenstein and cried for his life because of <laughs> 
swinging on the swing. But anyway, <laughs> that sounds about right. Um, so the summer before I went to major seminary was the first time I was assigned to a parish. Mm-hmm. And I was at St. Simon's in Geist, uh, on the, you know, on the, on the north side. And on the 4th of July weekend, oh. our pastor, uh, like a normal human being, uh, left after Mass and spent time with people and celebrated the weekend. And I decided just to stay by myself at the rectory for 4th of July that night and that Monday. And just watched, um, let's see here, uh, it was probably TNT or TBS. They normally have like movie marathons, so they had Star Wars going and I, at, at one point, realized I had been watching Star Wars for maybe six hours and was, you know, into like my third movie at that time. So I had started in the middle of episode two and I'm in the you know, start of episode five. And I'm like, oh, yeah, this is we're bringing in our patriotic glory and independence. I'm going to stay up all night <laughs> watching. This. So I, I think I went to bed around like 6 a.m. Uh, by myself, not a priest. And, uh, thank God that we were free in this country to, to watch Star Wars. <laughs> oh, whoever said that priests are losers? I mean, look at that vibrant life. <laughs> oh, Father Ben, thank you so much. That was great. Very, very reverend, Father. The very reverend. Father Ben, thanks for joining us. You bet, guys. It's alright cause I'm a sepulchre It's alright cause I'm a sepulchre It's alright cause I'm a sepulchre Sunday